we're gonna do some kind of a uh, introduction ourselves, you know. There it comes. There it comes. There it comes now. But I went back to work, got up on Monday morning, and there it was. Glory hole. Right there in the middle of it. All the way outside to get out of bounds and stop the clock. Excellent job. Oh, no one told me what to do. Yeah, and somebody's going to get that gobbler at the end of this game, too. Josh Bynes has been coming all night long, but then he pulls out, and and it's just hard. It's been a while since he's seen a hole that big. He almost didn't know what to do. He's got five inches on him, but just too much. NFFL Week 1 pod. We are live. Matt Dolan, what's going on, man? Oh, this is it, guys. There is a kickoff. We are recording on a Wednesday. There is a there's football going on right now in like 22 hours, more like 21 and a half. Hours. By the time you're listening to this, football will have been kicked. Yes, this is Let's the go. freaking best time of year. I best hope you can feel year. it. Shorts, hoodie weather, football. Nothing oh. better than that. The best. All right, dude. So what do you got for us before we start making projections, before I tell you who's going to win and lose for this year? Uh, we're going to keep track of everything. I'm going to keep track of whether or not Vince and I project things correctly. This is going to be a fun freaking year. But let's start I'm off so with pumped. the the NFL, dude. What do we got? Anything NFL. In the news? Pretty boy Tom Brady has been in the news. Obviously, an extended leave of absence from training camp, a lot of people thought he was going to be on that show. Uh, it's Mask like Singer. The Mask Singer. That looks like a Dolan show. No, don't one. don't put that crap on us, man. They watch <laughs> talent shows and crap like that, but that's uh, not a talent show. I don't know what that is. I can't, dude. When I saw that being advertised a couple of years ago, probably during an NFL game, it was on a commercial. I just went, "That's got like half a season." <laughs> it's gone on forever and i was wrong i was also wrong about beats by dre so i've been wrong before Damn, and adrian peterson I was wrong on that one too yikes he never did play another snap did he i don't know man he screwed me over twice so so tom brady extended leave of absence there's some rumors that maybe it's a uh, rocky with giselle yeah, Rocky with Giselle. Okay, so I uh, I got I got to drop something right here on the pod. Vince doesn't know this is coming. Oh, oh God! I am actually going to see Tom Brady on Sunday. What? For real, dude? And so is Gabe. What? Yeah, true story. I'm pretty hyped. I don't even know what that means. Why are you seeing him Sunday? Uh, because I'm going to Dallas, Texas to watch a Buccaneers versus Cowboys game. Okay, first off, I'm a little upset I didn't get invited. Wow. Second off, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Well, if it makes you feel better, Gabe and I didn't do the inviting. We were invited, so we we took we took by Tom Brady. (laughs) Pretty much, you could say that. You could say by Tom or Brady or something like that. It's a so we'll uh, we'll get some photos and let the league know, but just know he and I we will be cheering for Tom Brady because we're not going to cheer for the Cowboys. 
Wow. Wait, so have, how did you get invited? Who invited Dude, it's, you? It's, a, it's a complicated story. and It's uh, by Tom Brady, isn't it? It's pretty much by Tom Brady. And, uh, wow, I'm so jealous. I'm going to be living Alex's and Alex's real dream and Dan's fake dream. And I am going to, uh, to go watch a Cowboy game at Jerry World. So it should be fun, man. You went, wow. When the opportunity comes up to go to a Cowboys game like that and sit in a suite, that's right, he and I are sitting in a suite, you take it. We might be right feel, next to Jerry Jones. I it's, feel like there's more to this story. There is. And maybe one day. We'll talk about it next week, maybe, because we'll post some pictures. But it's a, it's a good gig. So I will see if Tom Brady has time to comment on, on the Are you going with Chip and Joanna Gaines? Uh, I hope so. There's a decent chance they'll be there. And it should be pretty fun, man. So, wow. so yeah, that's that's the Tom Brady news. I will return and report on that <laughs> one next Yeah, let week. us know. Maybe you're in the room with Giselle, and that's why there was a fight. It's true. Can't keep my hands off me. So, yeah, that should be rad. <laughs> All right, one other piece of news. Super Bowl 50 champion and former 49er, Emmanuel Sanders has retired. Mm. Could you have drafted him this year? Was that an option? I'm sure. I'm sure we had a sticker for him. I'm going to add players right now. Sanders. man, He's a free agent. Uh, he is owned by 0.1% of rosters on ESPN. I would love to see that roster. <laughs> that should say 0.0. Well... That's- he did have some success on a number of different teams. So maybe they're just, uh, you know. While we're at it, Colin Kaepernick is on 0.2% of rosters. More rosters than Emmanuel Sanders? You could say double. What the I'd like to think those leagues have the same rules we do. If you screw up, you have to draft one of those types of guys. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. Speaking of drafting in our league, moving on from the NFL, what about the NF? FL. Has there really been any news since uh, the draft? And then right after the draft, there was that crazy Alex and Tommy trade. There hasn't been a lot of other action, right? Not a lot of chatter. Um, I've gotten some some uh, trades sent my way. I imagine the bottom of the league trying to clamor for the number one spot that I currently hold. But uh, <laughs> that's about it. I think our league's been pretty quiet. Although I will say, I don't know where my phone is. Uh, Discord is popping. Woo, that's a good one. Compliments to Dan for that one. I think it was Dan, right? Dan led the charge. He led the charge years ago, but this was the year it stuck. I like it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how it stuck, but it seems like it's very active. People post all the time. Uh, it's kind of cool to just go in there and like throw in a meme and you know pull the audience uh that was kind of difficult on facebook so i think discord has been a really really positive change for our league yeah i got to imagine uh soon enough we're gonna we're gonna have some more channels i don't know like we have one titled weekly shit talk is that where we just talk about our weekly matchups or is that just shit talk like what what's next like is there going to be a week one channel where we just do that. Like, I have no idea. I am open to ideas because this is all new to me. Maybe we do weak channels. 
I don't know. I, I don't know. I haven't thought that far ahead. I did think, man, it'd be cool to have a college football channel. And then I realized, I don't know how many people actually care about college football other than you and me. Oh, no, there's college football fans in this. Are there? Yeah. Should, should we get a little channel college football so we can shit talk Saturday too? Like you like it, I like it. Um, and if I say if I don't mention your name, sorry, you need to talk more about it. Um, I think D Francisco, I'm gonna give him lukewarm. Brooks Lively's got a couple teams he likes. I've heard Tommy very openly talk about college. Um, I don't I think, think he Dan wants to go back to college. Or... I don't know if he went to college. Uh, uh Come on the pod, Tommy, talk to us. Dan Apgar doesn't know college football is a thing. And that's, I've just never actually heard him talk about college football. It's actually considered the minor league of the NFL, Dan. There's some pretty good guys you could draft. Uh, Gabe? Gabe loves the NFL. I'm going to be honest. I don't think Gabe and I have talked a lot of college football in our lives. Uh, Alex definitely. kind of proven my point. There's like nobody. Well, okay. Okay, I'll give it to Alex. Totally. Jake. I'm going to give it to Jake. Jake follows it. So I'm going to say half the league. Half the league in the college football. Yeah. I think that is worthy of a channel. There we go. So we can see all Alex's Ohio State chatter. I guess you I, like Ohio State too. They're, going, they're winning it all this year. Um, yeah. yeah. I yeah, think yeah. I told you that. <laughs> okay, sure. Thanks for the tip. Um, so... I guess normally in this, Vince, you and me at this stage of the show, we would talk about last week's results. We don't have anything to do there. Uh, we would talk about our record projections and if we're smart or idiots, and uh, we got none of that. So let's jump right into this week's projections. I'm gonna like let I'm gonna let you lead the way on which game we're talking about, and I've got a few comments on it. We are talking about gritty up versus. Big Dig Energy. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm calling this the cover the spread game of the week because ESPN has this last time I checked yesterday as a one point difference. Uh, less than one point. Less point than 0.01. Wait, wow. 0.1. 0.1 they, points. <laughs> that made sense. They have this thing neck and neck. Um and that makes sense because at the end of our podcast last week, I think we ended up having Big Dig Energy, which is Jake. Um, mm -hmm. We had him eighth overall and we had Gritty Up, who was Alex, ninth overall. So we sort of threw him down towards the bottom, but oh. that was based off of the draft. I am looking at this week's matchups. and I know ESPN is saying Alex is a one point favorite. I think Alex is going to cover that spread by at least five points. I, I, I like Alex's team, man. A lot of his teams, uh, he's got, uh, let's see, he's got Lamar Jackson, who's supposed to start really hot playing against the Jets. Also they, looking for a contract. Yeah. Decision on that contract supposed to be made by Friday. If there's no deal, he plays on his rookie deal. Oh, wonder if that adds a twist. And he's uh, pissed off all year. I bet he does. He's got these amazing wide receivers, Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase, both playing in rivalry games against in division rivals who they hate. Week so one rivalry. Let's that, go. that is exciting. And he's got the Broncos defense playing against Seattle. And if you remember, speaking of the Broncos, like a year ago, maybe two, 
Do you remember the game where the Broncos had no quarterback? Yes. Because of COVID? Well, it turns out Seattle has the same situation, but it's not because of COVID. So I think the Broncos defense is going to rain hell on Seattle, helping out Alex in this one. Just a thought. Just a thought. Anything you got on Alex's team? Only thing I was going to ask is, like, this is the all-injury running back squad. we got Saquon Barkley. Is he back healthy? We've got Travis Etienne. Missed all of his freshman year uh, with an injury. And then James Robinson coming back from an Achilles injury. Uh, you know, I think running back depth is always a concern. Alex obviously has a ton of depth, but is he starting the right combination of running backs is a concern for me. So, well, nobody's injured. And speaking of depth, uh, when I was looking at these teams, I actually think his is the deepest team in the league. When it comes to the bench, I do not think there's a better team in our league than Alex. And I think that's actually going to help him a little bit. I don't think it's going to win him the, the, the league, but I think his compared to spoiler alert, we're going to end up talking about Tommy later. Tommy's on the opposite of the spectrum. I think Tommy has awesome starters, but that is it. I think Tommy is thin. So he's got to pray for no injuries. Got to play the long game here. I will say I'm not used to Jake having this many green checks next to his team compared <laughs> to his opponent. Look at that. It's true. It's There's some accuracy. Six there. versus five in Jake's favor. I'm not sure it's the right combo of teams, but, or excuse me, of players, but I, he's in a good position with the green check marks. He is. Led I'll, by I'll, Tom Brady. Who, again, I'll be hanging out with amazing now is this the year tom brady falls off top five quarterback last season can you believe that so we've asked that question over and over i know every year since 2012 okay as you and me have decided to start a serious gambling addiction this year if you had 50 bucks do you put it on tom brady finishing in the top six or do you put it on him not finishing in the top six where do you put it uh i would take him finishing top six gotcha also vince and i are horrible gamblers so <laughs> tough nuts tom brady <laughs> yeah do with that what you will uh i think tom brady is the the man that doesn't age he's uh, aged backwards did you see that press conference he looks beautiful. good and horrible all at the same time i just i i I don't see the reason as to why he would not be good or fall off. You know what I mean? Like, and I think if he is truly going through some shit with his family, like even more reason to ball out. Like this guy is a gym rat. He's going to spend all his time looking at, at film. I think he's going to have an awesome season in, uh, in Tampa Bay. I've heard the offensive line is looking tough. So there's that piece, but all right. So I'm, I'm saying, uh let's see i'm saying alex is going to take this one even though i do i do actually like uh jake's team this year i do not think jake is winning the junk again uh but i do think week one goes to alex you are welcome to to say otherwise because that's that's how this works i am going to go with jake Jake. Okay. I'm giving Jake the week win one W, Tom Brady, Najee Harris, 
I think that sweet love between Tom Brady and Mike Evans is going to do it for Jake. That's okay. some serious big Evans energy. Jake by how many? Less than five. It's going to be close. All right, I'll give him, I'll put it down by three. Sounds good. All right, what game do we have next? Also, as I'm looking through Jake's bench, some interesting guys still sitting on the bench. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. Play the long game with Chubba Hubbard. Yep. I'm not scared. Brooks Lively with a, a tiger and a rainbow shooting out of his ass. It's pretty Versus cool, actually. Derek DeFrancisco's Heroes Work here. Oh, ho, ho, ho. this is going to be a good game. I'm pulling that up right now. Derek you know, is a four-point favorite. Four-point favorite. There he is. I, uh, I'm actually going to call this the uh, the playoff maker. Now, hear me out. According week to the, one playoff maker. Well, this is this like this, a widow maker. Yeah. So I, this is true for all of us. Okay. Um, the way I have, and I have our, our NFFL head to head schedule. I have a whole algorithm where it rotates every year. And so it, it stays very fair, but the people you play in weeks one, two, three, and I think four, because we added that extra game, you play again later in the season. Is that right? No, it can't be that many. It must be weeks one, two, and three. I don't know. It's something like that. Um, and so everybody we play in these first few weeks, we're going to play again. According to the computer rankings, not necessarily the rankings Vince, you and uh, DeFran gave, these were teams three and four. These were the two teams that were making it to the playoffs, but mm. not, not by a lot. They have to play each other twice. And I think if if Brooks or Derek sweeps that series, there's not a chance the other guy makes it in there. So Alec or uh, Derek and Brooks rivals this year. That's right. You don't get Max anymore, Alex. You got to deal Thanks. with Brooks this year. And only one of you is going to the playoffs. So who's that going to be? As we look at their teams, I've got Derek pulled up. Um, he's starting Aaron Rodgers. I thought this was interesting. Uh, just 64% of leagues are starting Aaron Rodgers this week. What so percentage are, of leagues are starting Dak Prescott? Ooh, I don't have that information right here, but I do. Do you think that game's a shootout? Just like slinging it? TDs for days? TDs for days. Who the heck has Dak Prescott? Oh, that's Derek. Oh, <laughs> I should have just stayed on his. On his bench is what you're saying. I'm a little slow. Uh, Dak Prescott, 67%. So 3% higher. How about that? Wow. So we got Aaron Rodgers, Leonard Fournette, who I think he actually has the backfield there in Tampa Bay these days. Aaron Jones, Debo, Kittle. Kittle is questionable. As a Niners fan, I saw stuff even today saying he might not play. So that is trouble for our friend Derek, who does not have a, another tight end. Who is he going to drop? Maybe he'll drop Kittle. Just throw Kittle onto the waiver wire and grab a different tight end. Um, but you know who he does have? Super value pick, uh, but also a scumbag thing to celebrate. Antonio Gibson on his team because somebody got shot. Yeah. So he shot my running back. So think of this. Derek has his his fourth running back in his starting roster 
is projected to get more points than any of his running backs right now, which is crazy. So you got to think advantage Derek on that one. That won't last all season, but that really worked to Derek's favor. It really did. I think he, mm-hmm. he called the hit. Yep. And uh, when I jump over to Brooks's team, sweet, sweet Brooks. Also, you mentioned it, Brooks. I do really like the logo. It's it's a good choice. He's got Patrick Mahomes against Arizona. I think that's a shootout. He's got the Steelers defense playing against Cincinnati. Questionable. Would you do that? Going against Joe Burrow and that whole thing, would you start the Steelers D? No. Okay. Well, only 51% of the league is doing that. So ballsy move. Something that I, and I think I talked about this during the draft, he took both Rams running backs. Mm-hmm. If there's a backfield where there's a coin flip, it feels like the Rams' backfield. I think Cam Akers starts it off, but, dude, that could change, right? And the exciting thing is it's going to change so soon because we've got that Thursday night game. Um, Crazy thing, speaking of nights, uh, Brooks has multiple Monday night games. So the Brooks versus Derek game will not be decided until uh he has who does he have monday night he's got rashad Rashad penny Penny. jerry judy and javonta williams holy moly Mm -hmm. there's something about playing monday night where i just feel like if you're the last team playing you're gonna win okay there's some science there maybe huh i don't know if there's science but it's certainly that's how i feel in my gut okay so Um, nfl rigged you want monday night to be exciting because everyone's watching right Bet the right. over. Bet the over on Monday night. 100%. <laughs> I think I'm going to bet it tomorrow night, too. There we go. Let me know if you want in. Oh, boy. All right. Well, let's play some bets right here. I'm going to let you go first. Uh, who do you think, Brooks or Derek, and by how much? ESPN has Derek by five or six points. I've got Derek by more than 10. Oh, I, I think this. Derek comes out swinging. Tyreek Hill, he, I think he's going to struggle in Miami. Um, you know, I don't love Brooks's running back situation. I just think it's so such a toss up, especially in a in a Seahawks offense. But uh, yeah, I think Derek takes this one easily. I have minus ten. Is exactly what I wrote down for myself. So we're both saying double-digit victory for Derek. We'll see if we're right. We'll see if we're wrong. Okay, we got three matchups left. Who do you want to talk about next? Dirty Bird and Cook and Ball Torture. Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. I'm calling this the nail-biter game of the week. According to our draft rankings, Dirty Bird Tommy is our number one and Cook and Ball Torture Gabe is our number three. This is a heck of a matchup right here. Uh, I'm looking at Gabe's team. It looks in fuego. In fuego. Uh, for uh, us super white guys, what's that mean? On fire. On fire. All right. For us non-hip guys, what does that mean? <laughs> super sick. Gabe's team, look, Gabe's team looks nice. You know, maybe it's that post post draft glow but his team did i call him the all glass team i think i did yeah it was mccaffrey cook yeah you gotta wonder if jalen hurts goes down this year with all the running he has going on 
I mean, I'm not wrong. Definitely the all glass team, but I feel like his ceiling is so high. Jalen hurts. He's basically a running back. Chris McCaffrey, Dalvin cook. If they can stay healthy, I think I said, isn't the over under like 18 games between the two of them or something. Yeah. Yeah. That was some heat you threw at him. I know AJ Brown DK. I mean, there's no one to throw the ball in Seattle. I'm surprised he stuck around there. Didn't he just get paid? I think they paid him to stay too. Yeah, they did. They paid him a lot of money. Knox just got paid. ESPN likes David Montgomery playing against San Francisco. I think San Francisco's defense is going to be off the train. That's another cool thing kids say, I think. Didn't the Niners have like a streak of 10 years or something where we didn't allow a 100-yard rusher? Wow, that's a heck of a... I feel like I I made that up. I hope that's... Yes, they did. They totally did. Definitely did. I think think Chicago's going to get the crap kicked out of them, to be totally honest. Uh, so I don't see David Montgomery doing as well as ESPN says, but I don't know. Maybe he picks up a touchdown 40 yards. Yeah, I mean, that's all you need. That's 11 points, right? Yep. All right. Uh, I like Jake's team, or excuse me, Gabe's team. I like Gabe's team. Gabe's team. But he's playing against Dirty Bird, who, according to yesterday, was or last week's podcast, was the number one favorite. Uh, hmm. So that is no easy task. I would, uh, I'd love to call this the game of the week, but I'm not. I'm saving that for something else. But again, like I said, the nail biter game of the week because I think both these teams are so dang good. Uh, what do, Justin, what do you, yeah, go ahead. Justin Herbert, you, I think he's going to do fantastic. He's playing against Las Vegas. NFL uh, MVP this season? Yeah, uh, definitely a candidate. Uh, speaking of that Las Vegas game, there's 32 potential candidates. candidates. He is one of them. them. No, I think he's got to be up there for sure. If he can finish the season strong. Um, and then it's all going to come down to dirty bird on Monday night. He has his kicker playing Brandon McAnus. Mick Anus. Mick Anus. Mick Anus. Mick Anus. Mm-hmm. So it's going to come down to that kicker. And like you said, that probably means he wins the game. But I I actually love Tommy's setup with the Ravens having to play the Jets, right? Ravens defense, that's going to be great. I think those AFC West games he has with Las Vegas and the Chargers, I think that's going to be super exciting. Now, the constant controversy, the battle we all deal with, you're starting a defense, the Ravens, and you're starting a running back, Brees Hall, who has to run against the Ravens. What do you root for? Oh, Brees Hall one. is like the the crown jewel of the draft, isn't he? Isn't he, everyone giving him love? I know they Matthew Barry is. Yeah, we got to see wanted. what he does after about four weeks. We got to see. Yeah. Starting a rookie. Risky business. It is. It is. Um. So super close game. I actually think both these guys are going to get way more than the 108 and 111 that is being projected. Right now, ESPN has Gabe as a two or three point favorite. Who do you think you, who's winning this one and by how much? Oh, man, this is tough. This is like the coin flip of the week for me. Yeah, that's a good name, the coin flip. Who wins it and by how much? Here we go. I think Cook and Ball Tortured takes this one by i think it's close like less than three points oh i gave it to dirty bird by one 
again, it is a, I wouldn't put money on this game. This is a good matchup. Right I here. bet the over for sure. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Bet the over. So we're a split decision between Tommy and Gabe. Good luck, boys. Good luck. Well, Vince, we've got your game or my game. Which one do you want to talk about? Let's talk about mine next. All right. Greatest show on paper versus don't touch down here. Down there? Down here. Down there. Don't touch down there. According to the computer rankings, Vince, you had the worst team. And uh, Matt DeFrancisco had the eighth worst team. Um, Yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah, and then by the end of our consensus talking, Matty Francisco was told he had the worst team. So computer rankings give you the worst, and people rankings give him the worst. So I'm calling this the no, you suck more than I do game of the week. <laughs> uh, hilarious. I'm an eight-point favorite. DeFrancisco is not even touching 100 projected points. Oh, he's not sleeping well at night. I now know you, that for a fact. Now you have to defend this. Why is that the case? Why is that going to come true? Talk about your team. I'm on fire. First off, Russell Wilson, first game as a Bronco in Seattle. Are you kidding me? He's going to be okay. throwing moonshots all okay. night to Cortland Sutton. He just got a new contract. He wants to stick it to Seattle. He's going to go off. Okay. Okay. So that takes care of Russell Wilson, Cortland Sutton. Now, Austin Eckler, number one running back in LA for the Chargers, uh, plays the Raiders at home. We just talked about how Justin Herbert's an MVP candidate, one of the best 32 quarterbacks in the league. I think Austin Eckler is going to have a monster first week. And then I love DJ Moore. They put him all over the field, put him out wide. He kind of runs that same. He's like a more elusive LaVisca Chenault. Go Buffs. (laughs) DJ Moore is unreal. I'm super pumped to have him on the greatest show on paper. Uh, And then Elijah Mitchell and Adam Thielen. These are a couple sneaky picks. Adam Thielen is a red zone monster, catches everything. He's going up against his arch rival, the Packers. And then Elijah Mitchell is going to solidify himself as the number one running back in SF. I feel really good week one. Wow. Going over 115 points. Easy. Dude. Okay. Well, I do like your team. I am going to throw some heat. How do you feel about the Dolphins going against uh, Bill Belichick? You know, I was thinking about that. I don't feel great about it, but also Mac Jones has looked pretty terrible. He has. We saw him in lot. We saw him in in person. Right. He didn't look great. He doesn't. So I, you know, I know you're, to answer your question, I don't feel great about it, but I really like them this season um, as a top 10 fantasy play. And I didn't really want to get rid of anybody. Okay. That may change in the next couple oh, days. Panic week is coming very soon. Right? Uh, Where it's like, oh my gosh. I know. Uh, but I, it just didn't feel right to get rid of them just because, you know, he's playing Bill Belichick. And... Dolphins are our second favorite team. Okay, let me get let me put a hard scenario right here as a 49ers fan. Uh, Matthew Francisco has the Buffalo, this is tomorrow night, has the Buffalo Bills defense and the Buffalo Bills kicker. Ooh. Now, you don't want that Bills defense to do good because that's going to come back and bite you in the butt, Vince. 
But then again, as a Niners fan, you kind of rooting for the Bills, I got to think. I'm rooting for the Bills tomorrow I'm night. rooting for a shootout. Okay, a shootout. Bills to win a shootout, which Could I happen. think that's what's – I think that's what's – I mean, you think it's going to be low scoring? No, I don't. I think, I think it's a, like fireworks. Yeah, you know, I, like, it should be a fun game. But they both, they both fun. actually have good defenses, so maybe not. I don't know. Um, yeah, I just feel then, like, you know, NFL rigged. Goodell's yeah. like, hey, let's throw some TDs, guys. Okay, Let, let's keep the controversy going on Matt DeFrancisco's team. He has Cooper Cup, so he wants Cooper Cup to do well in that shootout, but that shootout isn't going to help his uh, Buffalo Bills defense. And then, point. and then this is a spot where at least half this league has DeFrance back. He's got Trey Lance. We're rooting for him. We are. We are. We are. I don't think Trey Lance is going to put up 40 points. You're probably okay, Vince, but we're rooting for the guy. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. All right. So so what do you think? You uh, you want to place uh, the projection? You think you're going to win this one, huh? I think I'm going to win this. 115 okay. points for me, and I think D Francisco barely breaks 100, 104, or 101 points. Wow. So by 14 points, 14. 14. Wow. I don't know if we're seeing eye to eye. I think Matt sneaks up and bites you in a close one. You would think that. I do. I do, because there's nothing I like more than pissing you off on the podcast. ESPN has you crushing him you have you crushing him i think we're over overlooking d france team i think what do you like about his team what do i like about his team i do like cooper cup i do like trey lance ezekiel elliott as of right now has the starting job and as i think everybody knows aj Dillon, i think is a steal to have as his third running back so i uh you're just talking about his team for, for the year what about this week? Okay, AJ this... Dillon, how many snaps is he going to get? Four? <laughs> Cooper Cup. Hey, gonna, this is called controversy. Twist his ankle. And this is what sells. This is what sells to our Irish Contra- and Singapore listeners. <laughs> they love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. I think AJ Dillon's a giant steal. I don't think Zeke has more than 30 yards on Sunday. Wow. No shot. Again, I'll be at the game, so I'll I'll let Zeke know how much he sucks. Um so, so you're in the box with his family. So so far, dude, out of the four games, you and I have only agreed on Derek beating Brooks. Well, this is how it should be. Yeah. It wouldn't be as sexy if we agreed on everything. Last one, don't trade bone me versus the armchair quarterback. Um why don't we talk about uh the trade boner let's talk about him first huh josh allen jonathan taylor dude right off the bat strong right off very strong next player not strong at all keep yeah keep going now tell me all the other strong players he has cd lamb dalton schultz evan mcpherson (laughs) all right you have some strong players right yeah you gave me medium players and a kicker. Well, you know our league values kickers. Dan's team got real funky after the top half of his uh, his lineup this week. I mean, CD Lamb, I think, is very clearly the number one wideout in Dallas. Terry McLaurin's got 
you know, a sock throwing to him. So good luck there. Dalton Schultz <laughs> is one of the best, one of the best, uh, best tight ends, I think, um, okay. in the league. I really, I really, really wanted him. I had him last year. Um, yeah. He had a phenomenal um, kind of postseason for, uh, for fantasy football. And then the Michael Thomas thing, like, yeah, okay, good luck. Good luck. Well, let's back up. He's got Damian Pierce. There's a lot of a lot of excitement about Damian Pierce, right? He's a rookie, um, and people think he could be one of the best in that class. So Damian Pierce, Damian Pierce is one of those players that if he takes off, it is going to save Dan Apgar. But I think, I mean, for anybody to win it, you've got to have one of those diamonds in the rough. But I think for Dan's team to survive, he's got to have one of those diamonds in the rough. So, so hear me out. Damian Pierce, everyone loves him, but like. Can the Texans even throw the ball? Just stack the box, stop Damian Pierce, make Davis Mills throw. Like, I, I, what are we talking about here? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, interestingly enough, ESPN projects this week that Dan will have the second highest score of the week. Wow. Of, of the entire league. After you? And it happens to be the way fate lines it up after me. Dan and I are projected for the highest total score. Uh, can't say we saw that coming. So feel free to rip me apart and bet against me right here. Um, but I'm, uh, I'm feeling hyped on my team. Darren Waller is no longer injured, although he probably is. We're just not reporting it anymore. Uh, Kyler Murray and James Conner. Uh, and remember, James Conner is my third running back. I think are going to be in an absolute shutout against KC at home. So that, in my opinion, is really exciting. I think Alvin Kamara, killer running back against Atlanta. Derek Henry, killer running back. He's still healthy, so I'm loving it. Against the New York Giants, who I don't think are a real, real challenge. And then I already hinted at it earlier, but Chicago is coming to play San Francisco. Or maybe I should say San Francisco is flying out to Chicago to play them. I think the 49ers defense is pulling in double digits against that pathetic Chicago team. So I feel pretty good about my team. You, my friend, are welcome to pee on my excitement. I have nothing negative to say. Gosh, I got to start following your lead. I say mean things about you and you stay positive. I have a lot to learn. I know. You should. Thank you. Thank you for being an example to me and the rest of the league. The only thing I would say is like Alan Lazard. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hear you. And uh, he might get switched out for Chase Claypool. I'm going to kind of follow how Lazard's injuries going. Yeah, yeah. man, you've got a, a good looking team. I mean, I think there's, depending on what happens with Darren Waller, um, that'll be interesting to follow. You know, I don't, lo- I think I talked about this when we dropped, like, I don't love your wideouts. Me neither. But it doesn't I'll really. Hand up, hand up, I don't. But it doesn't really, it doesn't really matter, right? When you have three top five running backs, if they can produce at that level, they don't get hurt, et cetera, et cetera. Like, I think you're in a really good position. I think the, I think this is easy. The week one, the the win goes to you, and I don't think it's as close as ESPN thinks. Nice. Give me a number so I put it down. Giving you one sixteen point eight. Ooh, what ESPN thinks. Uh, Dan, I don't think you crack, you know, the 110s. I think you end at like 108, 109. All right. All right. 
So because Michael Thomas is going to like strain his, you know, hamstring. No, that guy couldn't get hurt. Not a chance. Never. He's probably hurt right now. All right. So here's what we got. Here's what we got. We got the biggest win of the week is going to go to you, Vince, out of our projections. Closest game is going to certainly be uh, Tommy and Gabe. Uh, You and I agree that I'm going to beat Dan. You and I agree that Brooks will fall short to a pretty good beating from Derek and and some split decisions. So week one, I think we're going to have a lot more to talk about come week two because we will quickly hyper overreact. Now, here's here's the thing. Week two, League, you might have to step it up because I don't think Vince and I are going to be able to pod next week. We're not going to be able to pod next week. Uh, Vince is going to be doing... What are you doing, bro? Uh, I am going to... What am I doing? Some work like a work retreat out up in the Santa Cruz Mountains. It should be cool. It's like a leadership nice. development thing. That seems cool. I'm going to be on a work retreat, except it's not going to be a retreat. I'm going to be working. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going to be in Lake Powell, so no cell service for four days. Uh, Hopefully that's over the weekend. Tuesday through Friday. I'll be back to set my lineup. Uh, I'll miss the Thursday night game. And then wow. and then here's the other thing, Vince. I feel really bad. After, after this, it's all going to come back together. Week three, I don't think I can pot either. What? That is the week that I am working a few days and then traveling to go run that 100-mile race. And so mm. I, uh, it's going to be a weird week. So no Where podcast. You, where's the race? It does start in Utah. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, where does it end up? Uh, it ends up in Idaho, up against the lake, 100 miles later, and 22,800 feet of elevation gain later. What the hell? Yeah, so I send those good vibes. running that alone? You know, I'm running it with a few hundred other people, but it's not going to take longer than a few hours for it to feel very lonely. I just yeah. think Jakey Poo's not running it with you. No, Jakey Poo does plan to show up. We still got to work out some logistics. He's going to run maybe 10 miles with me. It's called a pacer, and I would super appreciate it. Brooks, you want to come out? You're in Utah. Alex, Alex, you want to pace my race? Come on, buddy. Can he drive? <laughs> yeah, maybe he can drive places. So there's that. All right, last thing I was going to ask. I don't know if this should become a segment or not on our podcast. I think it should. Any bets you feel good about this week? Oh, man. Let's okay. See. You can talk college uh, or NFL. Where where should you put your money? I Well, Air Force to wallop the buffs. That's easy money. Yeah. I will not I, be betting it myself. But I might be. You might be. Um, let's see. Thursday Night Football Rams Bills. Uh, Buffalo's favored by two and a half over under at 52. I don't really have big thoughts there. I think it's just going to be a shootout. 52 is a lot though. I think Vegas Mm -hmm. always seems to get that right. (laughs) Uh, And then there was one game that was of interest that a buddy was telling me, he's like, bet your mortgage on this. I'm like, okay, I'm not that much of a degenerate like you are. (laughs) Yeah, man, I bet like 10 10 to $20 yeah. increments at like, most. I bet like half a lunch. Um, Steelers, Bengals, Bengals minus six and a half. I'll mm. probably put some money on that. Okay. Okay. I First like game that. come out of the Super Bowl. 
<laughs> Pittsburgh is starting. Do you know who? Uh, not Mitch Trubisky. That's right. They had their whole so controversy about that's the hilarious. copy and paste thing. Yeah. And then I think you and I both have some money on the Niners at minus seven. Yeah, I think the Niners win by more than seven points. How about this one? This one is tearing at my heart. So I'm going to that Cowboys game. I was going to say, you guys need to put something on that game. I don't know and, what. And but... what I want to do, because I will be, the some of the people we are going with, uh, without a doubt, will be cheering for the Cowboys. Are they famous? At, um, ah, in their own special way. And so there's going to be a lot of Cowboy excitement there. And so I was like, well, I can't cheer for the Cowboys, but I could cheer for the over, right? Ah, classic. But here's the thing. I don't think it hits the over. Oh, shit. All right. So I'm like really torn because then like I want I'm going to go to this game and just cheer for defense. And I'm like, that doesn't seem fun. No. That so is... I uh, I probably won't bet on that game, but I actually I don't I think Tampa Bay is a little more banged up and uh I think their defense is good enough to slow down Dallas. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. And that's talking gambling with Matt and Vince. Vince and Matt. Uh, we know I so hope, much. I hope that made so much sense. There's a bunch of BYU fans here. Do it. They're going to beat number 10, Baylor. And uh, they're actually favorited to do so. So bet on BYU. BYU's favored to beat Baylor? Who's Yeah, by like three. What? Yeah, dude. It's there, dude. So if you don't like that, go put money on, I think it's plus three for Baylor. Maybe that's easy money. I feel like it is. Here's what I did. I saw, dude, like 80% of gamblers on that game have put plus three. And so uh, on Baylor, on Baylor. So that's, that's where Vegas comes in and goes, no, 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 no. We're going to throw a flag. BYU covers the spread. Nobody is higher on BYU than odds makers in Vegas. Wow. Look at that. Look at that. And that is gambling talk from us. Holy cow. What a week. We have anything yeah. else? It's a quick Dude, one. I, I like the quick, and hopefully the listeners like the quick too. Like it quick and quick mm-hmm. and dirty. It was good for me. Was it good for you? Quick oh, was really always good for me. Quick is always good for me. That's not the every way I know. <laughs> know anything else i win 100% of the time i can only hope the others do (laughs) and next week my wife will be sitting in on the podcast uh jeez that would be be awesome uh all right so i'll miss you guys i won't be on the pod but i will be on discord and i'll be in your hearts and uh, maybe we'll start a week one trash talk i like that i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it right now do it do it Vince, you're the man. Thanks so much for putting this up. And you know what? Good luck against De Francisco. I hope the best for you. I appreciate that. Although I know you don't mean it. Well, I don't think you're going to win. Bye. Welcome back to Jig's Kicking Corner. We're kicking off the 2022 NFL season tonight with two elite kickers. But before we get into that, we need to talk about all the off-season drama in the kicking world. First off, we get an honorable mention, send-off to all those kickers who retired in the off-season.
That's right. There are none. Because in the kicking world, you don't retire. You just become a forever free agent. Until you get that random call for a game or two because someone pulled their hamstring, mowing the lawn, or tying their shoe. Adam Vinatieri keeps his pager for that very reason. He's just waiting for that call. Keep on waiting, Adam. Your day will probably never come. Now heading into the new kickers. Mr. Cade York from LSU was drafted in the fourth round to the Cleveland Browns, and he was the only kicker to be drafted this year. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's right. I said it twice. Because I just couldn't believe it. I've never seen that happen before. Does this mean that the kick has the league has plenty of kicking talent in already? Or do more teams plan on sucking this year and they just know it and they're preparing for that already? Or they do they just know that they can just go get some soccer player off the street, put some bottle cap glasses on him, and know he's going to be just the same off as anyone else they might have drafted. I don't know. But I have a feeling with this York guy, the Browns are going to need him a lot this season. Something interesting to note about the draft, too. There were more punters than kickers drafted this year. Five to one. I don't know what that means. I'm curious to see what happens, but I just thought that was interesting. As of kickoff, there are 31 free agent kickers. Derek, you could have drafted any one of those, but good job avoiding that, and that's why they selected you to secure in your playoff spot this year. You're on your way. One of those kickers out there is kind of in a slump right now. You might call him Josh Lambeau. He's in a fight with Mr. Urban Meyer for getting kicked by his own coach last season. I had so much respect for Urban Meyer, but that's a low blow. Below the waist, in the knee. Not cool. Josh Lambeau will probably never kick in the league again. So let's hope he gets a pretty good settlement for what happened. And all that made me curious to look up athletes who insured body parts. And here's a few things that I found. David Beckham insured his legs and his face for $195 million. Holy crap. That is so much. Heidi Klum, not an athlete, but still insured her legs for $2 million. Keith Richards insured his hands for $1.5 million. And Cristiano Ronaldo, he insured his legs for $144 million. I mean, luckily, nothing's happened to these guys, but you can imagine if they ever got down on their luck, they might just think about gnawing off their legs, and they'd be set for life. It's just unbelievable. So I thought maybe, Alex, you could insure your gold jacket. So if you never win the booty again, at least it'll be worth something. But I digress. Back to the season at hand. I thought you all should know the Young Way Co. signed a five-year, $25 million contract with the Falcons. So you can rest easy knowing there's some good Korean <laughs> representation in the NFL. <laughs> Just in case you guys are worried about that. The Jacksonville Jaguars couldn't decide on a kicker all preseason long. They went back and forth, two guys doing all the kicks, 
and they decided to cut all of them. And they signed a Lions wannabe named Ryan Patterson. I don't know who this guy is, coming out of nowhere, but uh, he's now the, the head, the lead kicker for the Jaguars. I hope he brings the glory back to Jacksonville because two years ago, Josh Lambeau, number one kicker in the fantasy league. And it uh, just goes to show you don't have to be on a uh, Super Bowl team for that to happen. Probably makes more sense. But you know what? For Mr. Patterson, if you screw up, no one's watching you and you guys anyways. So, no pressure. Now, to kick off tonight, we have the greatest show on paper sporting my Utah man, Mr. Matt Gay. As you might expect with a name like that, he does really good with making balls go the distance. And he's coming off a Super Bowl win, and he is high on life. Question is, could he be the next 15-year kicker in the league? I hope so. I think so. This guy is pure class. He's everything the opposite of Nick Folk. I just do not like that guy. Ugh. On the flip side, he's facing off against Matt DeFriends. Don't touch down there. The kicker, Tyler Bass of the Bills. I like that guy too. Class act, short, no insurance policy on his limbs. This guy plays it risky. In the offseason, you might find him sitting on a boat, fishing, listening to Britney Spears. Like I said, he plays it risky. And the head-to-head between these two pros, it's a total coin flip of who's going to come out on top. So I'm going to pull a Vince-like move here. I'm going to say these guys are going to tie 10 points apiece. So there you have it, folks. That's my take on the kicking corner of the NFFL. And we all learned how valuable your body parts can be. So remember to kick them high, kick them deep, or don't kick them at all. Oh, thank you.